Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello, and welcome to episode number 59 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk all about how you can invest in the UK from overseas. Now, in case you're based in the UK and thinking, is this going to be relevant for me? It's absolutely relevant if you know people overseas and you might want to use some of their money to invest with you in the UK. And of course, it's relevant for people who are living overseas who want to invest into the UK directly. So first of all, I think we should talk about, is it really possible to invest remotely? If you're not in a location, can you really invest there? Well, I think, yes, it is. I've actually purchased several properties which I have never personally visited. I've also never even physically met the seller. The whole deal has been done over the telephone. Now, obviously, I did have someone on the ground who went and looked at the properties for me, took pictures, sent me a report to make sure it was everything I expected it to be. But the actual deal itself and finding the seller everything was done remotely. So I absolutely know that it's possible. Now you do need to know what you're doing. And also you need to have a local power team on the ground who can help you. So if you're an overseas investor, a couple of people that power team might be first of all, a property tax specialist who can help you set up a company in the right way to minimize your tax. You also need to have a mortgage broker who understands exactly how to get finance for overseas investors. Most UK brokers probably wouldn't know how to do that. So there are some specialist ones that we use. Um, You might want local estate agents. You can work directly with estate agents to find deals for you. But also you might have local property sources. Now we could talk more about sources later on. That can be a great way to find deals, but not all sources know what they're doing. So just be really careful there. The whole point is you need people on the ground who you could trust and who are going to do a lot of the legwork for you. And obviously you're paying them for that. And the good news is we have a very big network which you could tap into. So how do you actually invest from abroad? What are the mechanics of doing that? Well, first of all, you need to set up a UK company. You can buy property in your own name. However, it's much harder to do that. In terms of financing and taxation, it really is better to set up a UK property company. Now, that can be done with the help of a property tax accountant who will set it up and structure in the right way. And it's very straightforward to do. What's slightly more challenging, but what you need to do is setting up a business bank account for your UK company. Um, Sometimes if you have a, a local bank where you live and they have a branch in the UK, going through them might be a good solution. But there are also some online banks such as Starling and Tide, etc. And opening up an account through them might be another solution as well. Once you've got your business bank account set up, you can then transfer funds into that business and start using those funds to purchase property. Now, all banks will do the anti-money laundering checks just to make sure that funds have not come from the proceeds of crime. But once your money's in the UK, you can then start using that. Now, there are also lenders who will provide mortgages to brand new companies, even if they've got no track record 
and if they've got overseas investors that own them. There's only a handful of them, but there are certainly companies right now that can help fund your property purchases. Then obviously you can start building your cash generating portfolio and obviously you can get other people to manage your properties for you. Even my clients who are based in the UK, I encourage them not to manage properties themselves, to get other people to do it for them because managing property is probably not actually the best use of your time. You can pay someone else that and you can focus on the activities where you're adding the most value. Now, very often people say, well, what kind of taxes am I going to pay if I'm investing in the property in the UK as an overseas investor? Well, assuming you have your properties within a corporate structure, a limited company, profit made within that company will be subject to UK corporation tax. Uh, currently 50, uh, sorry, currently 19%, um, but obviously those rates do change. You can go online just to check what the current rate is. And the whole idea is that rental profits, and if you buy and sell a property, all of that profit goes into the business and you just pay tax at a corporation rate. Now, you have a choice on how you then get money out of the business. If you've put a loan into the, the UK business, you can take, once there's profit in there, all of that money out back to your home country and you will pay no tax on that money because you're just getting your money back. That was just a loan. So that's the first thing you could do. The other thing you can do is you could send an invoice to the UK company for your services uh, from a, a foreign company. Um, that invoice is deductible against expenses in the UK. And then your foreign company would receive the money. You'll need to deal with that in the way you would do normally pay tax in your local country. Uh, or finally, you could accept dividends, which is a payment from your company that would be subject to tax in the UK and then take the money overseas and any tax you paid in the UK, you'd be able to deduct from the tax you pay in your home country because most countries have a dual tax treaty with the UK. So that's a little bit about understanding the tax situation. The next thing is, well, where in the UK should you actually invest? Well, this depends on several factors. Uh, how much money do you have initially to start with? Uh, in some parts of the country, you can buy a property for £80,000. You might only need a £20,000 deposit to get going. Some parts of the country, you might be buying at four, five hundred thousand as a rental property. So it depends how much money you have to start off in the first place. And also it depends what you actually want to achieve. Certain parts of the country, such as up north and in the Midlands, you might get better cash flow from your property. Whereas in other parts of the country, down south and around London, you might get better equity growth. Um, you might already have some connections in a local city or town. Maybe you've got some family members or relations who live there or some friends. But having some people on the ground is always an advisable thing to do. And people often say, Simon, can you tell us about the latest hotspot to invest? Well, I never recommend hotspots. Uh, the simple reason is that what's hot right now if in six months or 12 months time you take action on that recommendation, there might be somewhere that's a better hotspot. So instead of doing that, I encourage people to follow the five golden rules that I talk about in Property Magic. Um, also, I think it's worth having a diversified portfolio so that it's always good to spread your risk. So rather than putting all your money into one location, you might pick two different locations in the UK and you might have two slightly different strategies. You might have some single let properties, you might have some HMO properties just to spread the risk. 
Now you might think, well, is now a really good time to be investing in the UK? For the last 10 years, the property market's been pretty much uh, booming. And in fact, in the last six months during COVID, we've actually had a mini boom in the property market. That means that actually prices are a little bit high right now. Um, and obviously the UK has been massively hit by the COVID-19 pandemic. We've gone into a big recession here. There's going to be lots of commercial property coming on the market because lots of businesses and shops and restaurants have shut. And that's going to have a knock-on effect Unemployment's going to go up. So we're going to see a drop in property prices in 2021. So is it a good time to buy or should we wait? Well, many amateur investors are waiting, not knowing what to do. But actually, the professionals were getting out and were buying property right now. You see, people say, well, hang on, Simon. If the prices are going to come down, maybe we should wait. Maybe we should wait until the market hits the bottom. Then we should buy. Now, whilst in theory that is a very good idea, no one knows actually when it's going to hit the bottom. And so rather than waiting and guessing, I believe if a property stacks up now, if it gives you great cash flow right now and you're prepared to hold for the long term, then there's nothing wrong with buying it right now. And by the way, when prices are on the way down, it's easier to get a discount rather than when the prices have reached the bottom and they're starting to come up again and everyone believes they're on the way up. Well, it's going to be harder to get a discount at that time because most sellers are going to have the, the expectation and hope that someone's going to come along and pay them more for their property. So now is always a good time to invest as long as you know what you're doing and as long as you follow my five golden rules. So let me very quickly remind you about those. There is another podcast all about the five golden rules. You go and look for that. Um, but rule number one is we want to buy from motivated sellers. And when the market comes down, there are always motivated sellers. Even in a rising market, there are still people who need to sell quickly. Number two is we buy in an area of strong rental demand. We want to make sure we can quickly and easily rent this property out. And we can check that by going online, speaking to local letting agents and seeing if there's real strong demand in the area in which we're looking to buy. Link to rule number two is rule number three. We always buy for positive cash flow. That means at the end of the month, there must be some money left over. Now, a lot of foreign investors park their money in the UK. They're not so bothered about the rental income, but I think that's expensive and it's a bit of a liability. It's much better if the property in the UK is generating income for you as well as the potential long-term capital growth. Rule number four is we want to buy for the long term. And actually, if you think about it, if you adhere to rule two, three, and four, it doesn't matter if short term the values come down because we're not looking to sell. We're looking to hold the property long term. So as long as we can rent it out, rule number two, as long as we're making money from it, rule number three, and we hold long term, it doesn't matter if you buy a property in the next six months and then in 12 months, it's slightly lower in value because we're holding for the long term there. And it's important to make sure Rule number five, you have a cash buffer. Some money put aside to cover the unexpected expenses. This could be on a credit card, it could be in a bank, it could be a friend's bank. It's just some money to make sure if you have a problem with the property, you can get it fixed to make sure you can quickly get it rented out again. Now, there are some challenges for overseas investors. You know, understanding the property market might be different from where you live. You need to make sure you understand the, the buying process and the costs, etc. Many overseas investors just buy properties when 
Developers do international roadshows and they go to Hong Kong, Singapore, Dubai, these glossy brochures. They hire a nose hotel. They put on some drinks and food and, and people come and buy properties. And sometimes they're good deals. Sometimes they're not such good deals. But I think if you go direct yourself and either work with estate agents or property sources in the UK, you're probably going to get a much better deal. As long as you educate yourself and know what you're looking for, um, it's going to be much better for you. And working out who you can trust is a bit of a challenge as well, but there are ways to do that. So I do hope this has been a useful insight if you want to invest in the UK from overseas. And obviously, if you have friends, if you're based here and you've got friends who want to invest, now you know how they can do it and they can set up a company structure and they can maybe start joint venturing with you in the UK. I've actually got some training, some online training all about how overseas investors can make the most of the UK market. And you can, you can come and register for that training at this web address. It's www.propertyinvestinginthenk.co.uk. Let me say that again. It's propertyinvestinginthenk.co.uk. Go to that website, register that training. It is for people who are overseas who want to invest in the UK. Finally, I'd like to thank you for listening and as always encourage you to invest with knowledge invest with skill thanks for listening to the property magic podcast to get this week's show notes please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast you can contact me via linkedin you can follow me on social media and i highly recommend you subscribe to my youtube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free all of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.